Welcome to an episode of K-Talk, and today's subject is I'm not in the mood. Welcome to K-Talk, and this podcast is I'm not in the mood. Life can get, like, super difficult, and there are moments in life in which you are just not in the mood. You don't feel like doing anything, you don't feel like going anywhere, you don't want to talk to anybody, it's just, you're just not in the mood. And I feel like, for a lot of that, people just don't really respect that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they kind of sort of think that you have to be depressed, or you have to be, there's just, like, moments in life, like, pockets of life, where it doesn't particularly matter, you're just not in the mood. And people don't really respect that. I feel like that's how come depression is such a negative thing. I mean, I feel like Jim Carrey does a really good job of describing it as basically taking a rest. Like, depression is, in his view, your body telling you that it's tired, it's had enough, and it's shutting the hell down. And I feel like that happens to everybody. Like, I know people are like, I've never been depressed, or I've never did, did this, or whatever. That is so not the case. I feel like everybody goes through this. Um, But today I'm like, I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. I don't feel like engaging. I don't feel like talking. And I also feel like, you know, past the age of 30, I'm allowed to say I don't feel like doing shit today. Like, I don't feel like interacting. I don't have to be nice to you. It's not something that I have to do. Um, I just don't feel like being a person. And I don't feel like being a person today. I may not feel like being a person tomorrow. That doesn't mean that I'm depressed. That probably means that I'm going through something, and I am. But that's my right to do so. And I'm really, like, tired of, like, you know, like, I'm an existential person, and I am existential. Like, I can really get there. Like, there are moments where, like, I'll just sit and think. But there are also times when it's, like, I cannot be existential right now because all I'm holding on to is what little left of sanity I have. And if I am to go into a Socratic mode about this problem... It'll be the death of me. And I have learned in life to just tap the hell out. Like, I just tap out because I know I have nothing else that I can give. I have nothing else that I can I, I can do. There's nothing I can do for you at this point other than for me to stop talking. And, you know, one of the lessons that I learned very young in life, actually, and I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, so there was a time, once upon a time, um, I had this, I wasn't, it wasn't a job, but I had, I was interning, and I had a review, and I did very, pretty good, pretty good, but there was one particular part that I didn't do well on, and it's because she claimed that one day came into the office, I was in a bad mood, and I kind of brought down everybody else in the office, and because of this, like, she feels like I should have taken a mental health day. For years, I thought about this concept, right? Like, how dare she? Like, it's so nice, you know, for you to be this white woman with this job and you're telling me about taking a day off. I'm not even getting paid to be here. Um, But you, with your privileged self, I kind of went to that whole place. Fast forward to many years later, I actually understood what she meant, which is that the energy that you bring into a place, it brings everybody else down, Like, you know, if you're in a bad mood, you kind of affect other people. And it's not because people are weak. I mean, we could have a whole conversation about that. It's just, it's awkward. Like, you leave people in a place. So after years of me thinking about this and literally calling this woman all kind of names in the books, in the book, it finally occurred to me that, like, actually what she's saying is really true. 
I've graduated to a place in my life where it's like, well, if I can't bring bring any value to you because I'm not in a good mood, I don't feel good right now, I'm just going to shut down. That's what I'm going to do. And I operate my business in the same way. Like, I'm lucky that I have partners and other people that I work with that can chime in for me because I there's one thing that I learned years ago from a yoga studio and that was the fact that there are a lot of people out there that are struggling financially and there's nothing wrong let me make this clear there's nothing wrong with struggling financially and making ways to clear that as opposed to struggling financially and basically pretending that everything is good in your life two different types of things I could take coaching lessons from somebody about finances that's in the process of paying off their debt. But I cannot take advice from somebody who is pretending like they don't have debt and they have rackets of it and they're trying to pretend and tell me something otherwise that I can't take advice from. And recently, the reason that I'm not in the mood is, so I basically, as you can hear, I became really sick. Um, Still am sick. Probably the time this goes out, my voice will be normal. But I was really sick. And I was traveling, and it's not COVID, but I was traveling, and literally my body just stopped. Like, I, I've i never been this sick. Um, actually, that's not true. When I actually had COVID, I was really sick, but that was years ago. Um, but this wasn't really, this was more like a mental sickness. I like to call it a soul sick. Like, I basically, I stopped meditating. I stopped waking up at 4 a.m. I kind of, like, I got bitter about lots of things. Like, I kind of just shifted. And I didn't shift in a good way. I shifted in a really bad way. And I got, like, I'm going to say, I think people use the term burnt out. So I guess that's fair. We could call it burnt out. And my body just gave out. Like, and, and this is the repercussion of this. So for months now, I have been working like a beast, I've been traveling, I've been doing the most. And, you know, people are talking to me consistently, and business is really good, and everything is going really well, and all of a sudden, it's like, I physically cannot manage. And this is really shocking and scary to me, because it's like, oh shit, like, finally things are happening as they're supposed to happen, and now I'm like falling apart like my body is like falling apart that's how I feel I don't even feel good internally and you know there's a thing when you're sick like when you're really um self-aware when you're sick sick you know that you're sick sick like this is the flu you know that but when you're really self-aware and it's not the flu it's literally like the more you're repairing your mind the better you get that's kind of where I was Now, that might be, like, a little bit foo-foo for some people, especially, like, those people who don't really like hypnosis, but that's a real thing. It's it's a real thing. And so one day, I blew up at a couple of people. (laughs) I've blown up lots. And I had a complete mental breakdown. But not, like, a normal mental breakdown, like, where one, like, you know, strips and goes down the street. And this is, like, a normal breakdown where I just could not stop shaking. I could not stop crying. I just kind of like, I hit it. And the reason that I hit it again, you have to understand, I was getting fevers. The fevers left, then they came back, then they left, and they came back. I had a stuffy nose, then I didn't have one. I had a really good day, then I was sweating again. Like, it just, it, it, it just prolonged itself much longer than needed. And I knew that it was an environmental thing because every time I traveled, 
I was actually better. When I came home, I got sick again. So in case you're like, well, we don't believe you, that's actually what happened. So anyways, I kind of was like, okay, like whatever. Um, I got to do something about this. And I don't like feeling that way. I don't like to feel that way about myself. I don't like to feel like I'm at the mercy of other people, which I am when I'm ill. But also, too, the thing that was highlighted for me the most was really and truly nobody really gives a shit about you. Like, about me. About me. Like, that, that's kind of where I am. It's like, you know, I was like, well, wow, wow. Like, I do all these things for my family. I've had to show up for them in all these different ways. And then I get sick. They can't even bring me a cracker. They can't even, like, I, I can't even make it through the stairs. And these people are only focused on themselves. And I'm thinking, like, something is really wild here as I'm having my mental breakdown. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way. I have an appointment with my therapist at some point. I don't even know when. But I'm going to do this the old-fashioned way. I'm going to sit in my um, on my meditation cushion, and I'm going to meditate for one hour. I'm going to meditate for one hour, and I'm going to think about what it is that is making me really sick right now that I cannot overcome. What is it? Because this isn't a normal sickness. It's actually kind of weird. It, it goes and comes. And mostly it's activated when I'm home. As soon as I'm out, even when I go outside, I feel better. It's just there's something with me and home that is not in alignment. And I got to figure out what it is. So I went to meditate. And I didn't make it for an hour, unfortunately. Because 10 minutes of my meditation was spent bawling my eyes out, wanting to rip out my hair too, but it's too expensive. And then the other half was, you know, me actually lying down. So I couldn't even sit on the cushion. I had to lie down on the cushion because when I sit, I just kept coughing. And I sat on the cushion and I meditated and I listened to the meditation. And within 20 minutes or so, so I meditated for a total of 40 minutes. Within that time, it dawned on me what my problem is you know what is actually making me sick it's not even that I'm not in the mood I haven't had a moment for myself there's a lot of stuff in my family which I've talked about before that has created so much drama for me so much drama and generally I'm a person that I feel like I could take it but I'm at my breaking point and it's it's the drama and it's the backhanded comments and it's just, it's, it's a lot. Like, I feel like the reason that I was sick or still am sick if you want to, but this is actually the best I've sounded um, in order to record a podcast is my unconscious had enough. Like, enough was enough. It's not even that I'm tired or I'm sick or whatever. It's the amount of shit that I have taken from like as I'm trying to better my life, my family is like an anchoring force that's dragging me into the dirt. So no matter how far I get, as long as these people seem to be around, it's just like like they don't want me to succeed. So finally, I made a decision. A very interesting decision. I made a decision. I was like, you know what? It's time that I start setting boundaries. You know, as your parents get older, you really don't want to miss much time with them because you really, I mean, firstly, we any of us could go. It doesn't really matter your age. You could just go tomorrow. But when your parents get older, you really want to cherish moments and times with them. Well, it depends on the kind of parents that you have. 
if you have my parents, you don't really need to cherish moments and times because you'll have about five minutes of a good time and then, mm, let's say, 23 hours, 55 minutes of nastiness where, you know, they get into this place where they want to give you a backhanded comment or tell you that you haven't done anything. And, 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 and the thing is, with family, not just parents, you cannot change your family slash your parents. And nobody's family slash parents are, are, are um, perfect, right? But it's really for you to change, not them. And I realize that. And I think for me and where I was coming from, it's like, well, I keep doing all these things for them and I'm expecting some sort of, I'm not even expecting a gift. I'm just expecting the simple thank you. I'm just expecting... You know, well, you know, you you were clearly very ill, so, you know, we made you dinner, or we did this for you, or, like, no, I didn't get that at all. What I, instead, what I got was, oh, well, we need you to do this, and we need you to, on my deathbed, they're still handing me orders of things that they needed me to do, but it's, they're, they are not the problem, it is actually me, it is me. And my problem is, is that I don't have, or I, I had, but due to like the things that have happened, I've had to, I guess renege on my boundaries, but I've lost the boundaries I used to have with them, which is like, you know, I don't really talk to them after 6 p.m. That's kind of, that's always been my thing. Um, after 6 p.m., I don't communicate with them anymore because I find that I want to go to my bed in peace or I want to wake up in peace, so I don't really start to speak to them in the morning until, like, after 7 a.m. Because I want my first three to four hours in the morning to be good. And generally, they always have some drama or something going on, so I, I kind of, I had boundaries that worked out really well. But because, you know, life happens, and you start to work a lot, you get more contracts, um, y- your life changes. Let's say, let's, let's put it that way, your life changes, and, you know, the the... The way people depend on you, their lives also change and then they slide into yours and (coughs) sorry, it just becomes like a mess. And, you know, I kind of I try to be there for my family, but it's like, honestly, enough is enough. So when I was meditating, like it came, it was very clear to me at that point. I can't do anything about them. If I'm ever going to try to sustain any kind of a relationship with them, which I don't even know if I actually want to do then I'm going to have to set some boundaries in place and I'm going to have to be okay with whatever the result of it is, which for the most part, they don't respect boundaries because they don't have them themselves. And then secondly, you know, it's just, they're just bitter and angry and I don't want to become that. But, you know, you become, you become what you don't want to become because it just, it, it just happens. And I don't want life to happen for me in that way. So I have to situate myself. Like, I just feel like, the last couple of months have been very trying and I've learned and I've said this in other podcasts like you know one of the most difficult things for me is really kind of understanding that the people that I thought who these people were they are not um and it's kind of like removing my rose-colored glasses and understanding that really and truly I don't really matter and that's okay I don't need to matter like let me just say that I don't need to matter but it's like it's understanding where you fit in where you can do for your family as God tells you that you're supposed to do, but also how you can protect your space and your peace. Because ultimately, you have to protect your peace. Like, my sister and I have a very different view of this. And we have a very different view because I don't feel like the workload is exactly the same. I mean, I call her the weekend parent. 
You know, like she pops in on a weekend, takes a couple of Instagram pictures with she doesn't, but like I'm just saying to give reference. Like, you know, she comes in on the weekend, she takes a couple of pictures, takes them for ice cream, drops them back here, and then they're my problem. And like, you know, it's not really fair. So I feel like it's it's not quite the same. Like I get she gives advice and she talks about um the Lord and whatever else that's on her personal mind. Um, but we're different people. We're from different time generations. And also for me too, I just, I'm not that loyal of a person. It's not that I'm unethical. She says that I am, or I don't have morals. She says that I don't, but I am at a place where if every man is for themselves, I have to be for me too. And I have to think about myself and I'm not going to allow people to upset me anymore. I'm not going to allow people to make me mad. I'm not going to allow people to distort my peace and people only do that when you give them the power to do that um which there was this awesome book called the bait of satan which actually talks about that exact thing nobody has power over you unless you give it to them and i've given my power away because quite frankly i've been operating on autopilot i haven't really had a moment to sit down and think there's some very painful things that are going on right now and i haven't really been able to process process them because I put them in Pandora's box and now unfortunately I have to unlock the box because I haven't been well. Like when I tell y'all I haven't been well, I have not been well. Like I've been extremely sick. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it's been, you know, once I meditated and, you know, I had a moment, it's like, oh, okay. You know, the cough was a little bit better. Um, you know, I, I do, like my doctor says, she doesn't believe that stress can really do those things. I believe that stress can. I believe if you live in a heightened stressful situation, which is actually proven by neuroscience, by the way, um, you know, eventually it takes a toll on your body. Like your body, if your body's always living in a fight response, which mine currently has been living in, I can admit that, um, there has to be some sort of change. And I feel like, you know, I'm just saying right now I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. I don't feel like talking. I don't want to be nice to anybody. I just want to be left alone. I don't want to. It's not that I'm depressed. I'm not depressed. And even if I was depressed, that's my own personal business. But I'm not depressed. I am going through something and I just need a moment because if I don't get my moment, I'm going to start yelling at people like I'm hangry and it's normal. And I the reason that I'm doing this particular podcast, which is literally off the whim, is because I want people to know that it's normal. It's normal to not be in a good mood. And I don't know who keeps saying that, like, it's not normal. It's normal. It's normal to be in a bad mood. It's normal to not want to talk to anybody. It's normal to want your space. It's normal to be mad at your family. It's normal to have these feelings and really, we should stop correcting people when they feel this way. Like, this is how people get postal because they're not allowed to say how they feel unless it's a positive feeling. Well, not all feelings are positive. Not all moods are good. And sometimes it's actually to the benefit of the universe when we just shut up, which is the, the vow I've chosen to take. Like, I, you know, I don't it's not that I don't feel like participating in group meets. I just know that particularly at this moment, all my responses are really quite blunt and curt. And that kind of offends a lot of people who aren't me and that's their personal problem. But I'm not even I'm not even in a place right now where I feel like negotiating my talking terms. Like I'm just blunt and that's it. In a week from now or a couple days, maybe I'll feel better once I start my routine again. But at the moment, this is my normal mood for now and it doesn't stay. I do believe what Joe Dispenza says. 
I don't want it to become a mood. So it's a current feeling. And I will let it go. I'm just not ready to let it go yet. I'll let it go probably later on today. Anyways, that was my podcast today. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will chat super soon. Thank you.